Wait a minute. Okay. I'll take a quick nap. That doesn't sound like me at all. Welcome to another fabulous episode of The Crown and Spear. I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield, and this is my co-host, Beesman. Okay. Well, so, we're going to be getting in about talking about bees. Are, are we? Is, is that the next part? I don't remember. The, yes. Is it? is it? Yes. Okay. It would help if I read So I just it. thought it in there. So, but I'll also say that I'm Gary Litchfield. So okay. We'll get that in there, too. I thought there was a little bit of smoke in here, but anyways. Um... <laughs> Flashbacks to the '60s. Are you recording over there? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to or not. Now we're, we are. We're gonna try different angles, people. If you don't see different angles on the show, then it didn't work. That's right. Um, this is experimentation in process while we're recording. It is. So, um, how's your week been going? I know you've been busy uh, carving and routing and. Yes whatnots there's always a lot of stuff to do with the uh craft end of creator crafts uh and for me particularly as the woodchuck didn't wear the woodchuck shirt today but uh yes we've been selling quite a few things lately which has uh made me have to do a lot of extra work getting things replenished and into the uh, shop and um although the last week we had kind of a what would you say a slim crowd so we didn't sell as much that's true i think like the last two weeks actually probably but leading up to that we sold several signs and had yep. some custom signs and we sold out we usually keep about 12 the walking sticks have we shown the walking sticks in here yet i don't remember doing that i don't know but uh, maybe we can put a picture in later we could um but anyway maybe um, it'll go right here boom that's it that or you just see my hand but uh, usually I keep about 12 of them in stock. And I think right now I've only got four. We've sold... Four? I thought four. it was like three. Let's well, see. there's the Old Man. There's the Gnome. There's the... What there's is the, that other one? There's the Lightsaber. The Lightsaber. And then the Plane Stick. Plane Stick, yeah. Yeah. So I need many more. But it takes time and the old hands are getting crampy in the knuckles and it's hard to carve as mm -hmm. much as used to. So, But I've been doing a lot of the little guys like the one that's out here not that specific one there's one where the bottom looks more like a crayon yeah and i've carved probably five or six of those and it's getting close to fall so i've started on my pumpkin collection well speaking of that since we'll, we're already talking about it um as y'all see the two carvings down here you got you know you got the little guy down here and you got the bigger one over here um we're, we're doing a uh giveaway yes and we, we've mentioned this several times on the show, but if you're new to the show, you may not notice. Uh, but we're doing a giveaway where um, at 100 subscribers, we're, we're working on that, we will be giving away the, the little guy. Yes. And then when we, we hit 1,000 subscribers, we're going to be giving away the big guy. Are, is the tree going with it? Yes, the tree goes with it. All right. See? Ha -ha. We haven't you you been didn't know that. We hadn't been announcing the tree that much because I had run out of trees. Yeah. And last Monday, I made a dozen of those. Yeah. So, and I don't know if you can see it on the camera that well, but we'll 
I'll do a picture later with it. Um, maybe. But, uh, like we've told y'all before, if you want to get one of these things, what you have to do is you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Crown and Spear. Just hit that subscribe button. It's that easy. doesn't That's, hurt you. No, it's easy. Um, and then since, for some reason, some people decide to have their their own personal channels um, hidden or private or whatever, it doesn't always pop up on our feed that you have... Um, that you specifically were the one who subscribed. So that's why we're telling people, after you hit the subscribe button, go to our email account, the crown and spear at gmail.com. And go in there, put your name so we know who you are, and just say, you know, when or when carving or whatever. Allow us to, you know, that we can know that that's what you're talking about and you want one that you want that you want to win the carving just so people can see it too it's on a tree it's hard to see it from our picture here but i'll turn it around and it's a christmas tree stand Ooh. and then it's got a little hook on it that the santa is hooked onto, and you can hang other things on it you too or if somebody just wants to buy an extra tree i sell those trees alone for 10 bucks he does and uh you can get one and hang something on it Sold one this uh, past weekend. Yes, the lady bought that whole combination there. Yeah. The, the uh, Santa and tree. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little chunk of change into it, the old it, pocket. It was. Um, but yeah, going back to the giveaway, if you enter in, you don't have to be specific about which one you want because when you enter, you get entered into both. both of them. That's it. Um, and we, we'll probably have some other giveaways uh, here and there. Um, maybe after we do the small one, we might do another one in between. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it for that. So what else you got? Well, let's see. I don't know. It's been... Uh, today started out with... Uh, we had to get the inspection on the car so that we could uh, renew yeah. the tag. They make you do that around here. Uh, and so that all got taken care of. Well, that's good. Did you get both of them or just... Uh, yes. Uh, okay. All right. So. Yeah. That's good. Mundane things this, you have to take care of. This is really interesting. I know. We're, <laughs> we're so good at just trivial things as you flash back about these things. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I was trying to think of some other. Some, there was something else that came up this pack. With you. I don't remember what it was. I don't know if you remember it, but from our last show, you had talked about bringing up some comments that people had made. Yeah. Um, Did you get I, I thought about I'll wait till the uh, towards the end of the episode to do that. Okay. Give some for people to look forward to. All right, yeah. I did uh, have, I was at work yesterday, and a guy came to my window. I, uh, I scale trucks in and out at a uh, place called Warehouser. And a guy came up, and he says, oh, by the way, I watched one of your episodes the other day. It was the one with riding the horse. Do, so, you, do you remember what his name is? Yes, Terry. Terry. Shout out to Terry. Yes. And uh, so uh, we talked about that wild horse ride for a few minutes. And was that then, like the first one? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, Something that was like that. back yeah. there. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. But at least he, uh, I had, I had given him one of our cards one day, and uh, he uh, finally came up and said, "Yeah, I watched one of the shows." He, uh, that's good. I don't know if he's still doing it or not. He was the youth director at his church, so it's cool. So he said he liked it. Good show. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that fan, and then a couple of weeks ago, I had the lady in Mount Airy that was a fan and had watched several of the shows come back and bought something else from us and uh, told us she was enjoying the shows. And of course, your sister-in-law, she uh, she talked to your mother yesterday and said, when's the next show coming out? I'm missing this. So 
here we are getting it ready for her. Be patient. Stuff yeah. happens. Yeah, it's it it's been busy. I mean, it's not neglecting the show, but yeah, time is short with, with everything we got to do and uh, and. I know uh, one thing. Um, something I was thinking about doing. Um, I don't know if I'll add it to this channel or if I'll make a different channel, but I was going to do um, uh, like readings and stuff. Yes, you talked about that. So, times. so that's something to look forward to. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, the yeah readings yes and, and then and, the and other thing that oh, we yeah, talked okay, about which we were talking about before we pressed the on the air button here uh possibility of us popping out the old guitar and singing a song maybe we'll see how the pipes go we'll just see how that goes and we'll see, if it breaks everybody's ear drums we won't ever do it again <laughs> namely mine um i'm also working on some other stories uh i don't know if you can see behind me or not back there but the uh i'll put an overlay for, of the actual picture love for christmas yeah love for christmas well, we've um, got the book right here we yeah, can we do move got it the up book. yeah look at that love people. for christmas love for amazing christmas. little really book. good book we I'm, sold one of those and you signed it at the market yeah. for somebody just the other day yeah i do that almost every week yeah. um it's an awesome little book everybody seems to love it so far yeah if, if they don't they haven't told me which is good <laughs> um but i'm working on other stories i've got several different things in the fire it's just one of the things where i work on something and then you know you get kind of a brain freeze on it so you move on to working on a different project Writer's block, they call it. yeah <laughs> so so i've got several different things working on like um there's a this one series that it's almost like a like a hardy boys right. type of thing that I'm, I'm wanting to do um where it's you got like these two brothers who get involved in different mysterious things and stuff and have to deal with it um i've got this one story i've been working on for like literally years um and it's called the other world yes, remember that one i do remember that one yeah well i'm trying to bring it back and then work on it again it's supposed to be like a five-part series but it's taking forever mm. Um, okay. <laughs> well, you know what? We are at our first break. Yes, we are, man. Just been breezing along here. Yeah, I'm talking about just random stuff. Um, and then, okay, we'll, we'll take a break, and then we'll get into our main segment of the show, uh, which I'm assuming you have. I thought it was your turn. So, it was nice <laughs> to have everybody to the show today. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it here in just a okay. moment. <laughs> All right. Take our first break. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi everyone, Gary again from Creator Crafts, just to here again to tell you a little bit about some of the other things that I do. Uh, one of the things I do uh, is called a noodle board. Another one of those things I had never heard of before until my uh, wife said something about it and then my daughter-in-law wanted one. And so I made her a noodle board and in the middle of it, it had a large letter L for the last name Litchfield and then had Litchfield written out across the middle of it with fancy little curls and cues around it so it looked pretty cool i don't have that one to show you but uh my wife wanted one so i did one for our own kitchen and since uh the house we live in was a farmhouse many years ago uh built back in 1930 i think it was uh, this is our noodle board and it says uh, farmhouse kitchen got handles on the side this sits over top your stove uh covers up those eyes and stuff and you have stuff sit on it when you're not cooking you can use the handles to lift it up and sit it off somewhere else when you're ready to use the stove. And of course, I can change the logo in the center or whatever we want to do to it. 
This is just one I designed for our own family. So uh, noodle boards, another one of those terrific things that uh, people like to have to uh, decorate up their house and something else we make here at uh, Creator Crafts. So uh, thank you for again for watching the uh, Crown and Spear. Uh, we look forward to seeing you all again at another time. Thank you. And we're back. That was a, an amazing commercial. It was. I really liked it. I know. It's it, it was. It was um, heartfelt. Yes. It it you know drives right to the it, heart of your life and yeah, where everything happens. It almost brought a tear to me. Yeah. Uh, it, it was good. All right. All right. So are we ready to get on with it. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Okay. Well, as we've been you know and we've been talking about the fruit of the spirit. Yep. But before we get to the fruit of the spirit, oh no, um, you know we usually had a little bit different logo up here. One's a little bit more solid or whatever you want to call it, okay. and then this one you had, which is the more rustic one with the little pieces of yeah. rust or burn or something there. And uh, so, uh, not everybody knows that you have made several different logos to match the crown and spear and so there's another one that is a white background with the crown and spear it yeah. may not show up on the screen as well as it, it does if it doesn't right i'll here. try to do an overlay do an overlay of it and then we got the one that's on your shirt yes. that you're wearing Love. part of that uh, steve's collection on uh spread shirt is that what it's called yes if, if you go saint to life entertainment saint life entertainment google that you'll see a spread shirt account click on it all sorts of stuff. There's a, a tab that says like um, other designs and stuff. Yes. You'll see tons of different designs that I've done. He creates a mess of different shirts, and they're all, in my opinion, very cool looking shirts. I like them all. You're not wish I had, at all. Wish I had more money. And then there's uh, one more we got here, and this is one of my favorites. That's yeah. that crown spear with the cross yeah. hanging in there, and I think that one that really looks cool. I, I like the cross being in it because we do center. Our crazy talking, our clowning around, uh, but we get serious sometimes when we talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's the main he, man. He is the main focus regardless of what we talk about. That's right. That's right. We want people to understand, number one, that they can have faith in Jesus Christ, that God gives a gift of faith, and with that you turn to Christ. And then because of that, your life changes, and uh, the whole Bible is an instruction book. and. We talk about some of those different things, and right now we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And so we're about to get into that right there. Uh, so let's start off with the idea of the question that's right there. What do you think of when you think of peace? Literally the word peace. That's it. Just Well, you know, um, <laughs> well, there's that word like peace of mind. You want a, a calmness, a stillness, a an end to something to go back to one of our previous words joy mm -hmm. and happiness i think you've been so, reading my notes and father ahead here because you're saying some of the things we're going to say it's amazing it's just that mental telepathy part thank you there you go uh, but yeah. see you know what i really thought you were going to say when i talked about peace what uh pizza pizza oh well i love me some pizza you do that's one of your favorite foods that was in one of our other shows it, it was and so it's a different word coming up there piece ah. of pizza. Pizza, pizza so we're not talking about a piece of pizza ah. we're talking about the real idea of peace Make me and it comes through the fruit of the spirit out of galatians uh 5 23 mm -hmm. and so peace is the word for the day so 
it's a byproduct of God the Holy Spirit who is in us. Uh, we talked about that, that when we say, you know, in, in a prayer or however we do it, that we want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, that we've realized that we're a sinner, that we've realized that he died on a cross for our sins and then was buried and rose again from the grave. Uh, and then the Holy Spirit comes along and puts the gift of faith in us. And with the gift of faith, we suddenly see Christ for who he is and we say, I want him in my life. I want to follow him. I want to do what he tells me to do the rest of my life, forever and ever and ever until again, he takes us on to heaven. And so uh, by that, the Holy Spirit is in us. And so with him in us, we have, it's not like we have to obtain it somehow. The Spirit's there and we have the fruit. We emphasized that before that it's just singular fruit. But there are a whole bunch of different things here, like love and joy, the one today, peace, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and guess what? Self-control. Mm, one of those hard ones that it's oh, often yeah. hard to do. But we're talking about each one of them, and we're up to peace today. So we want to go ahead and talk about peace. And um, there is a sense of peace that hit on what you were saying there a little bit ago and this is some of the regular what i would call a regular definition out of like webster's or one of those things that i found online okay peace a state of quiet or tranquility didn't you use that word when you were saying your thing i can't remember that well, you tranquility but i said something probably about quiet yeah um freedom from disturbance or agitation calm repose you know usually when people think about peace they they dwell on those products there um, i like that Tri uh, quiet and tranquility do you remember the uh, moonshot what they called the base where they landed the sea of tranquility yeah something like that tranquility something. base i think they said when they landed there well something like that. something to that effect we'll just have to check our history I, I, I was not there at the time yeah that was a long time ago but they've been talking about it again a lot lately because those uh, two very rich billionaires have launched rockets in the past few weeks, months, whatever it's been, yeah. and uh, went just basically up to where space is. You have weightlessness and turn around and come right back down and after like 10 minutes. Of course, um, the third one, uh, Elon, you know, the musky one, um, <laughs> he's, he's got those rockets that are going all the way up to uh, the space station, and then he's, yes. he's making a starship. That's supposed to help travel people to what Mars? They want to get there eventually. That's got so, like twenty, thirty something or forty yeah. something. I've but they've already been doing some uh, preliminary launches. Yeah, and stuff. there's a gazillion tests. I think they got to try to make sure nobody dies in it. So they yeah. got to try things without people. And, and not only that, you got to make sure people can um, be able to last and sustain the entire trip over there and back and yeah. then back. I don't remember how long they said it would take. Uh, it takes a while to get them. I've heard some stories where they're talking about um, getting people uh, to stay up maybe in the space station or something for like a, a year. Some of them have stayed pretty close to that. There was one guy just recently said, was there nine months? Uh, well, I thought there was a guy that stayed a year. Was it? I don't yeah. know. He I had just... like a twin. So they shared it and split it out right and made it. <laughs> <laughs> they cheated. <laughs> no, the one twin went. I do remember yeah. that. Yes. Something like that. Anyways. Yeah. You yeah. you you stay on top of the space stuff more than I do. Space. It's watching all those UFOs that fly around the here. Frontier. That's right. Anyway, another thing about peace is um, 
exemption from or succession from war with uh, public enemies, which is in the news all over the place right now with the Afghanistan thing going on, trying to get Americans out, trying to get the people who helped us for years, and it's thousands upon thousands of folks that are trying to fly out and the due date's coming up next week that they have to be out by. And uh, so people usually think about peace as like, well, we're, we're just not having war anymore. You know, well... I think they're on the verge of something over there, the way things are going. So, But we don't want to get into politics. <laughs> we, We're always on the verge of not getting into the politics. <laughs> Trouble is, once you get into them, all you do is talk about it for hour after hour. Nobody's going to watch that Which show is that not long. the purpose of this show. No, no. We're, we're, we're here for the other part. Okay, and then peace, public, quiet, order, contentment, uh, and obedience to the law, um, which is another one of those things. There's been a lack of peace. Yeah. Uh, from folks who are causing riots and problems in different areas. And, um, you know, there's curfews and they go out and break windows and set off fires and it's just a mess. So the lack of peace out there. Yeah. Um, but we want to talk a little bit more about a biblical peace. And uh, there's a Hebrew word. Do you know the Hebrew word before I pop it up there? We used to have it as a little sign hanging on the wall before we moved here. Your really? Mother, your mother had a little oval shape, uh, one of those wooden brackets that you put the cloth into and stretch it out. Yeah. And you add the word written across the it. Canvas. You're searching what, and searching. What's it start with? <laughs> S. Well, the only thing that's come to mind is like Shalom. There you go. You hit it. Oh, Boom. Right okay. on the mark. The right. Hebrew word Shalom. Shalom. And there's the definition for it. Shalom from the Strong's words, which means completeness. Uh-huh. Now, that's a little different view on peace from, you know, calmness, you know, tranquility, not having war, not at enemies with anybody. But completeness is a biblical view of peace. Um, soundness, welfare, it comes from a word which means uh, to make amends or to make whole or complete. Now, I like that part. When you think about we're at peace because of the Holy Spirit in us, we have the fruit of peace, meaning we are at peace with God. Now, why do we need to be at peace with God? What do you think about that? Well, peace is better than conflict. Absolutely. Because it's better to be on his good side than his bad side. Absolutely. Is there something else you want me to throw in there? <laughs> actually, before I actually bring up what I was going to say about that, it looks like we're at another one of those commercial break times. Oh, it is. You wow. Weren't, you weren't watching the time I today. didn't keep up with it. All right. Well, since you brought it up. I did. Yep. We are going to our next commercial break. Um, so hold on to everybody. Don't go away. We will be back. It's good stuff. We'll be back. Yeah. It's easy for you to say. It was. <laughs> All right. And we'll be back.
And we're back. We are talking about peace. peace. But not the peace that happened back in the 60s with everybody who was strung out on drugs walking around with the peace. Speaking of that, back in those days, and I was in high school during those years, mm-hmm. um, everybody was wearing peace symbols. And so I had made one out of a piece of aluminum that was about this big around. Took me forever with tin snips and whatever to cut that thing out. Cut out the centers and I painted it red and blue. Had it on a big long chain hung down around my big old belly there. And you're making fun of me now. You're laughing your head off. And, no. Uh, uh, do you know who Flavor Flav is? No. He, he's a rapper and he, he's known for wearing like a really big clock yeah, around his neck <laughs> you know and that's just what popped my head you running around with a big old peace symbol <laughs> and i wore it for a while but then you know uh i got saved and uh and i kind of learned that some of the folks of what they were talking about in peace uh-huh. and wearing the peace symbol was really kind of anti against our government anti against god uh it was it was a whole different philosophy of just you know don't bother me let me do my own thing type of thing and so I ended up, I was going to cut it all to pieces, and somebody asked me for it, and I ended up giving it to them. So I, I got rid of mm-hmm. that big old peace symbol. So then you just said, peace out. Yeah, peace. that's why I started their show with the peace, man. Peace, man. So I knew that was coming along in the way. Well, let me get back on to what we were talking yeah, let's about. Let's get back on track. Uh, we were talking about the, the fact that why do we need peace with God? Well, because of original sin, which happened back in the garden when man disobeyed God. If you remember, what did God give them instructions about a particular tree? Do not eat from this particular tree. That's right. And what tree was that? And you had all (laughs) these other places you could eat from. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just like there was one little spot. The garden was was huge. There was plenty of other things there. But it was one tree, specific tree. God said, do not eat of this tree or you will surely die. Surely die. Now, he didn't mean, as Not, they thought at that minute, boom, drop dead, body ceased to function. But and, the death, and it didn't mean that people named Shirley are going to die. That's right. <laughs> but it did mean that there would be a spiritual death and a separation from God. It was a brokenness, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I got here next. Peace was broken. So, I was going to say, broke um, the peace. And, so, and if you remember, that all came about by God said, you know, don't do this. And of course, one day, uh, Eve was standing around and uh, Satan shows up and uh, it always freaks me out because I don't like snakes, but he showed up as a serpent and he talked, <laughs> he talked to her. And uh, Apparently can, that wasn't unusual, at least it wasn't in the Bible. That at least they was. didn't seem surprised by a snake talking to him. Maybe the animals talked back then, who knows? Like Narnia. That's right. And that's a good show too. Anyway, yeah. we'll get off on a sidetrack <laughs> if I go down that rabbit hole. Um Anyway, the snake talks to her and uh, convinces her she ought to eat of it. and uh, she Not was, eat of the snake. Right, of the fruit. the fruit. And then, uh, so she was deceived by the snake. And then she turns around and offers it to Adam. And uh, he just sat and out, takes it and eats it. And so because of him, particularly, uh, everybody, every human being ever since has fallen into sin. You are born from conception in the womb a sinner, uh, rebellion, broken peace with God. And so we need God to do something different about that. And so um, God had a plan that he put in motion even back then at that moment 
Because this, by the way, didn't surprise God. You think God walked away, oh, I can't believe you did that. You know, he knew this was coming. And he already had a plan that he had set into motion before creation, the Bible tells us. Go to Ephesians chapter 1, and it talks about him picking us in him before creation. Amazing, mind-blowing theology that God chose us in him before creation. Uh, so God was already working on the plan there. Genesis 3, uh, 15, it says, And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. That's talking about her and Satan there going on, by the way. Mm -hmm. He says, He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. And an interesting analogy there that Satan's blow to Christ would be a heel blow. Something that kind of hurts a little bit, but it doesn't kill you. But Christ would crush his head. I love the imagery of that in the uh, movie, what was it called? The Passion? The Passion of Christ? Yes. Very beginning of the movie, uh, Jesus is coming in the garden to pray before he's going to be crucified. And a snake comes slithering across the ground. And he takes his foot and stops its head and crushes it. And I remember when I was watching it, and I don't think a lot of people caught on to what that was all about. And I'm sitting there and I went, yes! <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> Apparently he doesn't like snakes. <laughs> so back there in the garden, at the time people fell with God's plan, everything going into place, Jesus was already coming into the picture of Christ who would bring us salvation. Um, so that is an amazing thing. And then a couple of Old Testament, well, actually from the Old Testament, we'll bring up here. Most of the uh, comprehension description of Siloam in the Old Testament comes from Genesis 1, where we just talked about those things going on. But then the other part comes in Exodus 20 through 23, where God talks about his covenant with his people. Do you remember anything about covenants? Putting you on the spot there. I don't want you to know these things in advance. I'd like to see what you say. Mm, I don't know. I thought I'm the one who's supposed to do the random <laughs> stuff. I'm trying to pick up on your patterns here. My patterns? <laughs> well, Random covenants. Um, you know, covenant is... Um, let's see, how can we put it? Simply. Yeah, simple. <laughs> um, well, there, there's... Um, making, say, a deal or a promise uh, bringing two things together, you're... Um, Okay, you, you got know, it. You go, you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, it, it's more of a contract. Well, yeah, that is binding. And often in those days, when there was a covenant put out, they called it cutting a covenant yeah. because usually you had a strong king and a weak king who would and, come and, and, and didn't do they do a, a thing where, where they had like split the animals? Yes, and they, that's why they called it cutting a covenant. They yeah. would cut the animals. Okay, the weaker king would walk between the animals, mm -hmm. which said, if I break covenant with you, this is what happens to me. I die. I get cut in half. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so God comes to Abraham and tells him, I'm going to make a covenant with you. Get the animals. And so he's, I forgot, well, I should have reread that, but it's it's several animals. I think it's a bull and something else that he has laid there. He cuts them apart. And you can just imagine Abraham thinking, okay, I'm a man. This is God making a covenant with me. I'm the weaker one. I'm going to have to go walk between these pieces. I know I'm going to break it. I'm dead. There's just no way I'm going to fulfill this. My life is over. And so he cuts the pieces, and he sits out there all day worrying about it. And at the end of the day, guess who shows up? God, in human form, 
And guess who walks them? God walks the pieces. And God says, you're going to break the covenant. I'm going to take the penalty. And so and did. Jesus did. A picture right back there, Old Testament times. Christ was coming. People, even in those days, Old Testament, had faith in a Savior who would come. And now we look back to the one who has come, who did die on a cross, who did go to a grave, and who did come back to life and reigns in heaven now, preparing places for us. That's for awesome. Him. Yes. Isn't it? I it love is. that story. I mean, I get a tear in my eye every time I think about it. But what he God, did for us. Yeah, God loves us so much. He says, look, I know you're going to mess up. I know you're going to break covenant with me. You know, and and... and I'm going to take the punishment, and you are forgiven. There goes that uh, tear yep, right there. There is a tear. Gets to me every time I think about it. All right, so peace there in the Old Testament. We talked about it coming from those things. God had a purpose in mind, plans from the beginning. And if, again, you read Ephesians from before creation, God had this all worked out already and put it all into place, and then we come along and he does it. A couple of things, Thessalonians 3.16 now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you all. That's an amazing verse that we have that peace back to a relationship with God. There's no longer enmity between us and God. We have a, a, a relationship with him because of his love for us that even when we mess up, he still forgives us. Another great story. We've talked about The Chosen many times. Oh, yeah. And if people have watched that in the uh, second season, there's an episode where Mary, who it was from the first season, number one, you know, she's a bad prostitute, demon-possessed. Everything's going bad. She's doing bad things. And then Christ comes along and calls her out, and she gets saved. And her whole countenance changed. I mean, she looks different. There's smiles. She understands forgiveness. In the second season, some things go on that she goes back to that lifestyle and well, then, partially partially yes and then the disciples go to get her and try to bring her back and she comes back before jesus and all he does is reach over and hugs her mm-hmm. and he said it's okay you're forgiven that's so cool um another passage out of romans 16 20 and it says the god of peace will soon crush satan under his feet the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Um, and again, that's one of those uh, stories right there, which we just referred to previously in Genesis 3.15, where it talks about he will crush his head. And here it is repeated in Romans uh, 16.20, the God of peace will crush Satan under his feet. Uh, so when Satan attempts us, um, God's still in the process of crushing that dude. And uh, he still loves us. He still forgives us. Over and over and over, and we could say that for the rest of the show, over and over and over, he forgives us. We can always come back to him. He doesn't let us go. We talked about that in a previous thing, that he talks about us being in his hands, and no one can remove us from his hands. Uh, God is eternal, and he shows us all that. So peace is a fruit, well, with two implications reunion in the relationship with God through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we talk about. We come to him in faith, gift from him, he gives it, uh, and so we end up being reunited in a relationship. The peace is brought back where it had been broken back there uh, in the garden. And to work at bringing peace to others. That's our job. 
what he wants us to do is tell people about the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and uh, and um, um, so that they too will come to know him which brings us back to our conclusion with our cross on that sphere yeah alright um well, we're getting close to the end of the show here. Yes. Um, and we still got our little um, comments here. Um, do you want to close us out in prayer, and then we'll get to our comments, okay. our little closing things, and we'll end the show. Okay, let's do that. Father, thank you for peace. Not just peace that there's not conflict and war and stuff like that that's around us raging, but real peace that reunites us with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the peace of knowing that no matter what enemy is out there, no matter what Satan tries to do, uh, and how many times we fall, Christ still says, I love you. He puts his arms around us and holds us tight and says, welcome back, child. Lord, thank you for that kind of peace that only comes from him. And thank you for what you do in that to bring us to a realization of trusting and following and believing in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. I got three different little comments here. Okay. And they're all on a theme. Uh-oh. About favorites. Favorites? Yeah. What well, kind of favorites? Like, I know I'm your favorite, but... Absolutely. You know. uh, okay. So, John from Nowhere, Colorado. Hey, John. Uh, wants to know what our favorite animal is. Our favorite. Oh, I guess I know what yours is. Maybe not. I mean, you got this big fuzzy creature in the house. Well, I mean, that's a particular type, yeah. <laughs> Steve's got a German shepherd named Kaya. Yeah. And uh, they, no matter where he goes, she follows at his heels. <laughs> yeah, I should have renamed her Shadow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is She's right there. Uh, um, our original plan when we moved here is I was going to get a male German shepherd and I was going to name him Thor. Thor. <laughs> and then. My demon. We came across Kaya, and it was a female, and uh, so we ended up buying him. And so her. Kaya, her. Yeah, it's her. And uh, so anyway, yeah, so favorite, they want to know favorite animal, what was the question? Favorite animal, I mean, so I would say, uh, for me, dogs, I, I, they're probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think probably dogs as well. I mean, I try to think, there's so many different animals out When I was younger, okay, I knew I never could have one. But I always thought cheetahs were cool. Cheetahs? Yes. The cats, they run like 80 mile an hour. They are super fast. And I always thought they looked cool. And I used to always think if I could own a cheetah, that would be ideal. But I got away from that a long time ago. Well, well speaking of like uh, large cats, mine was always uh, uh, the lion. But uh, anyway, there was a one of those Facebook things where it has some different animals. This one was a collage of like trees and the animals were within all the branches just black and white it said whatever I, you see first. i saw that today and one of the first thing i saw was a lion uh -huh. and then it wrote up a comment about what type of person you are based on what yeah. you saw first do you, which, you know, do you know what the first one i saw was which one a camel you saw the camel first somebody yes. else saw that i saw it was, yeah but i, I think the uh, little explanation thing because it said that i'm an ocean and said that, that you're an ocean yes i think it was about the same pretty much you just pick one and they give you the same statement underneath yeah <laughs> so that's weird but oh i also like elephants when we're talking about big animals big animals yeah i could see elephants being one of those cool things yeah, yeah. But i think dogs are number one i'm not a cat person nothing against yeah. cats but i am allergic to them yeah. and every time i get around them 
my eyes get red and watery. My nose starts running. I start sneezing and coughing and wheezing. And I mean, this happens within an hour of being around them. And uh, back when I was pastoring at a church full time, I, one of our neighbors had eight of them in their house. And if it, most people went over there, the cats would just run and hide. You never saw them. I'd go in and sit down and the cats would walk over and sit in my lap. And I'm like, please move it. Don't, I don't want to touch it. Get it off me. Uh-huh. And I'd sit there and talk for a while. And after I started wheezing and sneezing and everything, I'd leave and go home. And I'd have to put all my clothes in the wash, take a shower <laughs> and some Benadryl. Benadryl yeah. <laughs> and uh, after another hour or two, I'd start feeling okay again. So, yeah, I'm not a, not a big fan of cats. I mean, you know, cats can be cute and all, but I don't know. I just, I like dogs more. Yeah. Um, just, you know, they're more you know what dog personal. is backwards, don't you? God. God. <laughs> I don't know. God just did something with dogs. You know, you, you go out somewhere and you step in the door and they are so excited to see you. It's like, oh, you're home. I have missed you. You've been gone for years, you know, and they jump all over you and wiggle and they want to lick you. And it's amazing how dogs just have a love for you, you know, and I... And if you don't have a big dog like a German Shepherd or bigger than that, yeah. then you don't know what you're missing when something like that comes in and trying to say, oh, I miss you. And it's like, on top. Well, of our other one is a little cockapoo. Oh, and yeah. she's only about, you know, that long. And it, she likes to jump on our chest and just lick your face and your nose. And I try to keep her away from my mouth, but she's always going for it. She, yeah, she does that. She does. All right. Let's uh, not get too long-winded here. Okay. We're running long again, so. Yeah. All right. The, uh, the next comment or question, actually. Uh, Nick. From Santa, Idaho. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Um, what is y'all's favorite uh, holiday? I favorite. threw I threw in the y'all. He didn't say that, but okay. Um, well, yeah. we're here in the south, so we can say y'all. Yeah, it's a common word. Yeah. Favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. I think my absolute favorite holiday is Christmas. Same. I love Christmas. Yeah. People, Pat's gonna get mad when she hears this because I. The Christmas tree is still up from last year. Uh, I love my Christmas tree. I didn't want to take it down. Pat's not feeling well, and she said, you know, it really needs to go. And I said, well, then you take it down. Well, she's not well enough to get up and go take it down. So. By this point, you might as well leave it up. <laughs> yeah. Because by the time you take it down, you're like, well, it's well, about we usually put it up at the end of October anyway, so, so. <laughs> it's getting close. Uh, we have not kept it lit, but it is sitting there over by the window in the dining room. Uh, I love Christmas. I love to decorate for Christmas. I like to go out, which people don't do much anymore, but I like to go out looking at Christmas lights. Yeah. When I was a kid, I mean, like every house on the street was lit. And you'd go up and down I and look at People them. would do that more today because it, it, it is a good pastime to go out and watch yeah, all the lights. Go around and look, and now you got to drive and drive and drive just to find a house that's lit. Yeah. Of course, one of the things I make in my Creator Craft stuff is a large 34, 36 inch tall. Uh, it says joy in red letters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the center of the joy has a white nativity scene in the middle of it. And I had somebody bought one last year. And uh, I found out where their house was. And so I drove by, liked it, and took a picture of it. And then I, I wrote her and said, oh, man, that joy in your yard is really good. She said, oh, thank you. Who is this? <laughs> I said, I'm the guy that made it. So I just thought I'd tell you it looked great in front of your house. <laughs> Well, uh, you need to send uh, the editors a picture of that. Okay. And, and maybe we'll put that in there. Get that up on the screen. Like it looks cool. Pop right up there again. Um, all right. Uh, and I like a lot of the other holidays, too. Yes, Christmas is my favorite. I mean, you know, yeah. I also enjoy, like, Halloween. You know, I sure. like some of the spookiness and, you know, stuff like that. Right. I don't get into the uh, demonic aspects of it. but no. You know. 
but it, it could still be fun. And you, know, you just I, like it because of the candy. Not as much as I used to. Well, not that you go out anymore, but you always go to no. the store the day after Halloween, and it's all marked down, and you buy five, six, seven bags of candy. Yeah, you got a problem with that. Um, <laughs> moving on. We have another one. We do. Uh, okay, uh, Whitney. Hey, Whitney. From um, Booger Swamp, North Carolina. Well, that's just down the road. Yeah, well, but we're not going to say from where. Uh, what is your... Favorite movie and or franchise? Oh boy, you you could answer that one for me. I have a couple different ones. I don't know because you got some that you, a lot of them you like and watch a lot, like uh, National Treasure. There's the number one. I was gonna say you should have that memorized by now. Well, I'm getting there. You know, as they say lines, I can say it as they do. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I love National Treasure, and then the follow up one to it, the whatever it was called, the second one. I forget titles, but I like to watch National it. Treasure too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was, was the hard. the the book of secrets yeah the book of secrets that's it yeah. Like that. yeah and then i like sahara i wish they'd have made several of those but they only yeah i think one. they were planning to make several of those yeah. i don't don't i never read them. the books but i talked to a friend who read the books and they said you know the, the books were really really cool yeah. um but i i did like sahara i like that and then the other one that that's my other favorite i watched quite often is taken yeah I like his. I, I didn't like the third one that much. Yeah, it wasn't as good, but it, it's but, okay. But then there was another one that he did that was not in the Taken series, but it was, I forgot the title, but that was like Forgotten or something like that, where he loses his mind. Oh, isn't memory. he like a, some type of agent? Yeah, he's a... Or he's spy or he's something. He's a spy, and they're going to do bad things. But then he forgot who he was. And he becomes and, a good guy. Yeah. So those are all cool, but yeah. I love his line in there when his, after his daughter's been taken... And he's trying to catch up with these people, and he finds a way to, to talk to them on the phone. And he says, because yeah. he was a CIA guy in his past life, and it's like, uh, I've had a very long career where I learned how to do social things. And if you return her now, you'll be fine. If not, I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Great thing for a Christian to say, I'm after you and I kill you. But it's, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to protect my own. Exactly. You know? Uh, God does that with us, doesn't he? I mean, Satan comes around and God's like, I'm going to do you in one day, devil. Yeah. Um, okay, with me, I would say one of my favorite franchise, not so much the last three, but uh, the the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Franchise. Franchise? Yeah, franchise. The franchise. Um, you know, I've always liked that. Um, I'm always a fan of stuff like uh, Superman. Right. I thought um, you would say that one first. Did you have a shirt with the big S on it for Steven? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I would say with, with all the, the different people who ever played Superman, there are several different ones that I like for whether various reasons and stuff. But in my opinion, the person who played the, the best version of Superman was Christopher Reeves. Yeah, I thought he did well. And, and the reason why I say that is because a lot of them, there's ones who have done a good Superman. Right. But their Clark sometimes comes off as Superman in just a different costume. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and with that one, he he was like two different people almost. It was almost convincing that that when he was Clark, he was almost this kind of klutz, klutz <laughs> kind of a, almost forgettable person. Didn't necessarily notice him and everything. Yeah. And then when he would take his glasses off, and it was like all suddenly he was more stoic, and he was you know 
this right. this hero and everything and it was just cool how he was able to do a transition from basically being one person to another person even yes. though he was in same fact guy. the same guy yes i could see that yeah so cool. yeah anyways there's uh, so many that are out there it's hard to name one but I, for a long time i said national treasure but the, the ones that i mentioned you know national sahara and taken or yeah. some of the ones that i've watched over and over and over and over lord of the rings yeah i've watched that um born i like born. the born series the Harry Potter series. Yeah, yeah. We even There's make... a lot of Christian movies here. <laughs> <laughs> I even make wizard wands for our show. You do. Carving stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we might have to pop some of those up on the screen, yeah, too. Yes, even have some where the handle comes off and there's a feather inside for its power. I wonder it. where you got that idea. Uh, somebody just told it to me one day. and yeah. uh, I just... Mm-hmm. Some guy wears the St. Life Entertainment hat. I think it looks good that way. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Um... I think that's about it. Um, remember to subscribe, like the show, share the show, hit that notification bell. I don't really know what the notification bell does because I never get a notification. Um, and but yeah, spread the show. Tell everybody that you know, even people you don't like, because you know they probably need it the most. That's right. Um, they need to hear about Jesus, and we want them to hear. They about do. Jesus. And um, I don't have anything else. Okay. Running out of things to say. Uh, well, there, there was stuff else to say. Our time here anyway, yeah, so. we've been running over. This is another long episode. Uh, all right. So if you don't have anything else to add, I think I'll give it up right there. Then I don't have anything else to add. And so for all of us here at the Crown and Spear, I am your host Stephen Litchfield, and this is my co-host Gary Litchfield. And to go along with the theme of today's episode, peace out. Peace out.